Hello, camp counselors, campers, and everybody who has ever picked up a bottle of sun in and thought, huh, this seems like a good idea. I'm Maddie Hammond, and you're listening to Camp Stories. June 23rd, 2019. Having a full day off was great. I definitely needed some time away from work. I had a surprisingly good night of sleep, considering that I slept on a basement floor with five other people. Dave's parents bought us a dozen bagels for breakfast. There's a little bakery near their lake house. The bagels were warm and fresh, nothing like the refrigerated kind we have at camp. I hope we come here a lot this summer. Dave's parents are so hospitable. We spent the day on the lake. Dave's family has a gorgeous red speedboat and plenty of toys to go with it. I learned to wakeboard, which to me came a lot easier than water skiing. Dave taught me a trick to learn about which foot to put forward on a wakeboard. He stood behind me and pushed me, and I instinctively caught myself on my left foot. So, that's my dominant foot. I'll definitely use this to help kids at camp. We usually pull out the wakeboards after the first week of the session. After we were all worn out from taking turns wakeboarding, we went tubing. Dave had two two-person tubes, so between four people behind the boat, one person driving, and another spotting. None of us were bored. I've never been tubing before and enjoyed it a lot. I liked being on the tube with Lucas a lot. At times we could hold onto the same handle, or each other, to keep from falling off as Dave drove the boat through the choppy water. The boys also showed the Brits and I how to tube hop, where we jumped from one tube to the other while the boat pulled us forward. It was so fun, my face hurt from smiling. We had lunch and then spent a few hours lounging on the water trampoline. Olivia wanted to work on her tan and slathered herself in oil. I'm more of a sunscreen girl, but by the end of the day, I was definitely a little more than sun-kissed. It didn't help that I fell asleep for a while. If it weren't for my SPF 50, I'd probably look like a lobster. We got back to camp during dinner and it was taco night. I loaded up a few soft shells with chicken, lettuce, and cheese and settled into the designated sycamore seating area with some of my favorite campers. It was dinner and a movie night in the lodge where all of camp eats and watches a movie together rather than doing a large scale evening activity. It's a good way to finish a relaxing weekend before the action picks back up on Monday mornings. We watched The Parent Trap tonight, the version with Lindsay Lohan. A lot of the girls hadn't seen it before, but our whole cabin loved it. When we got back to Sycamore, they asked Jess, Alexa, Callie, and I to teach them the secret handshake that Annie and Hallie do in the film. Of course, we were happy to. It took us about 10 minutes to pick up ourselves, then another 20 to teach it to the girls. They decided to perform the handshake every time they greet each other from now on, so the evening was filled with handshakes and giggles. I love how well our campers get along with each other. It gives me hope for college next year. Camp and college are probably similar in the sense that a bunch of people from different places and backgrounds come together for a shared experience. I just hope I have as much fun at college as these girls are having here at camp. Um, I'm going to bed early. My alarm is set for 5.30 a.m. Tomorrow is going to be a long one. June 24th, 2019. 
Remember last week when I said my goal for this session is to complete the heart challenge, the two-mile swim around Heart Lake? Well, today I started training. A group of staff and campers, myself included, met at the swim area at 5.45 this morning to swim the half heart, following a one-mile course that took us approximately halfway around the lake before we circled back to camp. Ten kids and three other staff swam with me. The Half Heart isn't just a swimming achievement, though. It's one of the required awards for campers to achieve master canoeer. Five kids were in their own canoes for the course, sweet little Grace included. I was surprised at how she kept up with the older kids. A rowboat with lifeguards followed us as well, making sure we were safe. I think they were also pacing us, making sure we stayed together as a group and nobody would miss breakfast. Once we got started, the whole course took us about an hour to complete. I ended up swimming next to Jonas for the whole thing. Before today, I'd met him briefly, but I don't think I've mentioned him yet. He's a third-year skiing staff member from Germany. He speaks with a very strong accent, but his English is good. He's tall and athletic, which I've realized is the norm around here. He's an interesting guy. I'm glad to have made another friend to hang out with during program time. After finishing the half heart, I joked that I could eat three breakfasts. Then, I ate three breakfasts. Breakfast number one, cereal. Breakfast number two, scrambled eggs, pancakes, and sausage. Breakfast number three, two bagels with cream cheese. I probably could have eaten more if the kitchen staff hadn't put the food away. My body was not ready to burn so many calories first thing in the morning and was desperately trying to fuel up for the day. For both morning program periods, I worked at skiing. Some kids wanted to wakeboard, and since I learned yesterday, I was actually able to help. Instead of just giving pep talks from land, the ski staff had me get in the water to help kids get up. By rest hour, I was very sleepy. The early morning workout caught up with me. I crashed hard the minute my head hit my pillow and very groggily headed to swimming after an hour nap. Between exhaustion and boredom, I fell asleep in my folding chair at the buddy board. Thank goodness a nice little boy woke me up before Bert caught me when he made his daily rounds. Callie covered for me during the afternoon nature session so I could sneak in another nap before dinner. I missed making sun tea with the girls, but I'll get a chance to another time this summer. I'm glad I rested because for tonight's evening activity, we played all camp capture the flag in the usual teams girls versus boys versus juniors and seniors combined. The girls were determined to win and all met up to strategize right after dinner. We all dressed in black, green, and camo and wiped war paint on our cheeks. One of the littlest girls suggested we hide our flag in between the boards on the rock wall, which ended up being a great spot. The game lasted for over an hour and nobody from the opposing teams got close to finding it. The girls, however, found the junior-senior flag in a tree in the backwoods about half an hour into the game. After five offensive plays and two jailbreaks, they captured it and brought it back to girls' camp territory. We were all so excited. More than excited. Triumphant. Because girls can kick ass. And that's exactly what we did tonight. June 25th, 2019. I spent the morning today sailing this really big boat called an e-scow with Callie and three senior campers. 
The thing was huge and went really fast, and it was what the little kids call tippy. It was a great time. At one point, we were even sailing faster than the speedboats. This was my first time hanging out with any senior campers, which was different. They're only two years younger than me, so it felt like talking to friends rather than kids. Callie and I chatted with them about school, camp, and life in general. As far as work goes, I love my 12-year-olds in Sycamore, but it was nice to talk to some older kids for a few hours. I was back at skiing in the afternoon and got to ride on the boat while Jonas drove. Well, I didn't just ride. I spotted, letting him know when kids were ready to go and when they fell down. There was plenty of time for us to talk, and it was much easier to have a real conversation on the speedboat than it was when we were swimming yesterday. I found out he's a music master of sorts. He plays a lot of instruments. In his words, guitar, piano, viola, drums, bass, tuba, and a little tambourine when I've had a few drinks. He seemed pretty humble about the whole thing, but I'm impressed. Bilingual, plays six instruments, seven if you count the tambourine, and a proficient water skier and wakeboarder? I need to get on his level. Even with all my high school extracurriculars, he makes me look like an underachiever. Dinner and evening activity came and went, and Lucas asked if we could go for a walk after the campers went to sleep. Of course, I said yes. We haven't had any alone time for a few days. As usual, we took a little adventure through the woods, holding hands and playfully kissing as we walked. What I was not expecting was a crazy hookup at the rock wall. I'm not going to get too graphic, just in case any campers find this journal and leaf through it. I'm keeping it stashed in my pillowcase, but I'd rather play it somewhat safe. For memory's sake, I wish I could label tonight in baseball terms. You know, first base, second base, third base, but I've never really been clear on which is which. So I'll put it like this. Tonight was the first time a boy's hand has been south of my belly button, and I really liked it. Okay, uh, good night. (laughs) June 26th, 2019. This morning at breakfast, I sat with Grace. She gave me an update on her awards. She's one away from Master Canoeur, and performing in the talent show tonight will complete her Master Thespian. Honestly, she's an inspiration. The kid works hard. I was back at the buddy board for all three program periods. Jonas stopped by to let me know he requested me at skiing, but due to the shortage of swim staff compared to the swimmers this session, Bert told him I'd be at the buddy board a lot. Which is fine. As usual, I'm happy to help. It's nice to know that I'm wanted somewhere else, though. That makes me feel really useful. So I sat at the buddy board all day and started a more complicated friendship bracelet. The 4th of July is next week, and I'm making a string bracelet that looks like the American flag. I'm glad I had a calm morning since there was no resting at rest hour. Because the talent show was tonight, all the Sycamore girls wanted to practice their routines inside the cabin, away from anyone else who might see and judge them. They were all supportive of each other, which made me smile. Grace brought her own ukulele to camp and will be performing and singing Over the Rainbow tonight. She ran through it three times for us all. Another group of girls is singing I Know It's Today from Shrek the Musical. 
I was very impressed by their three-part harmonies. In fact, those three opened the show tonight. People loved them, and they got a lot of applause. I think they're all pretty popular, which helps. Grace was great and got a standing ovation from girls' camp. The boys didn't seem too interested in her musical abilities, but I noticed that Jonas stood up and applauded for her. That was sweet. Because the talent show was tonight's evening activity, we had a lot of time set aside for it. Most of the kids were truly talented. The only uncomfortable act of the whole night was a group of senior girls who sang the middle, Zed, not Jimmy Eat World. I think they could have done a good job at singing, but the whole thing was clearly an act to get the attention of some senior boys who didn't seem to care at all about the girls as they sang and danced. It was weird for all of us, but even they got a little round of polite applause at the end. It was cool to see how supportive all the kids were of each other. It wasn't what I expected from a camp talent show. June 27th, 2019. Despite what I said yesterday about being stuck at swimming a bunch this session, I actually got to spend the morning at skiing. I didn't get assigned to ride the boat or get in the water or anything, but Jonas joined me for land duty. The kids kept themselves entertained, so we sat on the dock with our feet in the water and just hung out. Of course, I'm not allowed to have too much fun. Bert came by to check on things and gave us shit for being chatty and not working harder. After we put on a big charade of organizing a game with the kids and he left to bother someone else, we all went back to what we were doing before he came by. I still can't read him. One minute he's cool and the next minute he's telling us how incompetent we are. Even when the kids are happy to sit with their friends and build sandcastles, he expects us to be giving them structured lessons. What are we going to do? Give them lessons on the history of water skis? Like, come on dude, it's camp. Let the kids have fun. Because of this, the events of the afternoon were even weirder. I was working at sailing, raising sails and tying knots for some of the smaller kids, when Bert came by and pulled me aside to ask if I would go sailing with him. Not him and some kids, just him. I thought that was weird. When I went to grab a life jacket, I mentioned it to Callie. She thought it was weird too. By the time we were away from shore and out of earshot of the other boaters, Bert started this weird lecture about not getting a reputation as a girl who hooks up with all the guys at camp. I don't really know where that came from, and I told him so. After all, I'm not the one with the bad girl list. That's Alexa. The only guy I'm seeing is Lucas, and we're keeping things very subtle. Sure, I'm making guy friends like Dave and Jonas, but I can't think of a single thing I've done that's even mildly inappropriate, especially around other staff or campers. I told him that, and he just sort of stared at me for a while. Then he dropped it and talked to me about prepping for the nature overnight tonight. It was bizarre. He did give me some good tips about building shelters, though, which came in handy pretty soon after our conversation. Every session, each cabin has one nature overnight, where they pair up with their brother or sister cabin and spend the night in the woods. The event runs from the end of the third program period through the next morning at breakfast time. 
After I was at sailing, the girls gathered at Sycamore to grab our belongings, met up with the Cottonwood boys, and headed deep into the woods. Nobody has given me a solid answer about exactly how many acres of woods we have here at camp, but I'd guess it's over 400 based on what the maps look like. And we went deep into the woods, following trails I hadn't ever seen before, until we found a small clearing surrounded by sturdy trees. Between the eight staff and 32 campers, we planned on making 16 shelters of various styles and sizes. The kids buddied or truddied, three buddies, to build, as did us counselors. I paired with Jess, and Alexa and Callie built their shelter on the other side of the clearing. It took a while, but we all finished building our shelters and ground beds by the time we would usually start dinner in the lodge. Dave and Jess built a large bonfire while the rest of us staff unpackaged hot dogs, veggie dogs, and buns. We sent the kids on a mission to gather roasting sticks while we all got the food ready. Then, once the fire was going, we all took turns roasting hot dogs. I wouldn't say it was unsanitary, but it definitely wasn't fancy. After dinner, we made these things called banana boats. Basically, you slice a banana, hot dog style, fill it with chocolate chips and mini marshmallows, wrap the whole thing in aluminum foil, and stick it in the fire. After a few minutes in the embers, you pull it out and let it cool a little, then eat the sticky mess with your fingers. They are very sweet and very delicious. Once the kids were all hyped up on sugar, we took turns telling stories for a few hours until everyone got sleepy and retreated to their shelters. Dave and I stayed up for a while, catching up on the past couple days and planning for the weekend. I was hoping we would have the same night off, but unfortunately not this week. That's okay though, we all have the full weekend off next week for 4th of July. There's going to be a big party. Obviously. It's the 4th of July in the Midwest. The light from the fire is almost out, so I'm going to go make myself comfortable in my ground bed. June 28th, 2019. I think I could have planned this week better. Then again, I sort of have to go with the flow here. I won't sugarcoat it. I didn't sleep well in the woods. My back hurt when I woke up with the sun, and I immediately went down to the lake to do the half-heart again. I wasn't chatty this time. I was quiet and a little grumpy. Still, I managed to shave two minutes off my time from the other day, and kept up with Grace as she canoed. I should note, sweet little Grace already got her half-heart award. She woke up and completed the challenge again this morning because to her, that's fun. Crazy kid. As you can probably expect, a shitty night's sleep followed by an early morning mile-long swim wasn't exactly a recipe for a happy, cheerful, helpful Liz. I spent the two morning program periods at sailing with Callie, and the other sail staff were nice enough to let us sit on land and relax. We couldn't nap or anything, but at least we could take it easy. Callie was sort of loopy with exhaustion. I guess she didn't get too much sleep last night either. 
She wistfully and nostalgically told me stories about her first year on staff and how she used to despise every moment of camp spent in the woods. To her, if she wasn't sailing, she wasn't happy. Over the years, she's warmed up to the overnights, but they're still her least favorite part of camp. It got me thinking about my least favorite parts of camp. I don't think I spend too much time concentrating on the negative stuff. Sure, I'm tired from the long hours, but that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Bert is a little annoying at times, but meeting someone like him will be helpful down the line when I need to write characters that aren't necessarily heroes or villains. They fall somewhere in the middle. I enjoy this job, even the boring parts. I don't think it's in my nature to hate things, especially not here at Harwood. I love it here. I was back at the buddy board at swimming for the afternoon, and my American flag bracelet is coming along nicely. I started with the striped section and will finish with the stars next week. Since we slept in the woods last night, our nature time this afternoon was spent destroying the shelters we woke up in this morning. I would have loved to take a video of the girls tearing apart their wooden huts and set it to Carrie Underwoods before he cheats. I think there's something fun about getting to push stuff on the ground without the chance of actually hurting someone. Tonight was my night off, and before thinking about how tired and cranky I would be, I made plans to go out to dinner with Lucas. I was a little wary of what our first hangout outside of camp would be like. Of course we spent last weekend together, but that was with a group. Tonight, it was just us. We went to the little pizza place across the lake, so it was low-key. I drank two Cokes, hoping that the caffeine would wake me up and negate the grumpiness. Not so much. I ended up just having to pee a bunch. Something seemed off tonight. Lucas wasn't doing anything wrong, and I don't think I was either. It's just that... For the first time since we met, I wasn't distracted by how handsome he is. I wasn't fantasizing about taking his clothes off or what sort of stuff we could get up to if we had some privacy. The spark seemed gone. There were long, uncomfortable silences as we ate. Maybe we don't have as much in common as I thought. We mostly just talked about things at camp, which to be fair, are the only things we have in common. When we got back to camp, he kissed me goodnight, and we went back to our own cabins. So I'm back in Sycamore for the night, even though I'm technically off-duty. Maybe I built him up too much in my head, desperate for a summer romance to write about. Maybe I'm just sleepy. Honestly, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this more tomorrow. June 29th, 2019. So I just read back what I wrote yesterday. I made some fair points, but I think the sleepiness clouded my judgment. I texted with Lucas a bit today, and things are good. Jess also had the day off today, so after we woke up, we went back to Liam's house. Same place we had the big party a couple weeks ago. You know, Camp Gatsby? Same giant house but while the sun was up and with no alcohol. 
Okay, one beer at lunchtime. Barely any alcohol. I think about 15 of us came and went throughout the day. I spent most of the day with Jess and land director Amanda. We didn't do anything of consequence, mostly just tanned, relaxed, and ate fruit salad. We sprayed a little sun in in our hair. It made my natural highlights pop a little more than usual. I know I haven't written much about Amanda since staff training. I see her around every once in a while, but this is the first time I've ever gotten to spend time with her. Like her counterpart, Bert, she's book smart and has great credentials for her job. Unlike Bert, she seems to understand how to make people feel good about themselves rather than tearing them down. Amanda and Jess are both politically minded like me, so at one point during the day, we went inside and watched recaps of this week's Democratic debates. Obviously, it's far too early to pick one absolute favorite, but we agreed that it's really cool to see so much diversity in a debate. I was glad to see some women kicking ass. It's always good to have more strong female role models. I think Jess and Amanda are really good role models for me. They're both well-spoken, kind, and adventurous. Jess is a great athlete. Amanda has traveled all over the world studying agricultural practices in eight countries. They're leaders in their communities and at camp. I know summer camp movies are usually more focused on comedic characters than inspiring ones, but I know someday I'll base a strong female character on these two women. Hopefully, I myself can be a little more like them. I checked back into camp around 6, right in time for the sky to open up and start a rainstorm that lasted for hours. Because of the weather, we had cabin hangout time instead of an evening activity. The kids kept themselves entertained. Jess read a novel, and I'm doing some writing. And some thinking. June is ending, and July is about to start. It feels like the summer is flying by. In some ways, I've accomplished a lot. I've learned to ski, wakeboard, and sail. I've swam a mile twice. I drank for the first time and hit new milestones with a guy. I'm actually making time to write every day, even when I want nothing more than to fall face down on my bed as soon as the campers go to sleep. But at the same time, I feel like I have so much left to do. I haven't had any big adventures. Nothing particularly profound has happened. And we only have one week left of session one. I think I'm living a story worth telling. Thanks for listening to Camp Stories. Tune in next Sunday for the next chapter in Liz's summer adventure.